The following podcast may contain themes and references not suitable for young people and may also contain themes and references that might be offensive to some listeners. Be advised that no ill will has been intended in recording this episode and it has been done so purely for entertainment purposes. If you have any concerns or complaints about what is discussed in the following episode, please contact us. Listener discretion is advised. It's time to frock up, put on the sequence and say Guten Tag from Vienna as we bring you Australia's only Eurovision podcast, Eurovision, direct from the Eurovision capital of Australia, Hobart. Now, here's your host, Ben Navotova. Hello, everybody, and welcome to Eurovision, episode three, Australia's only Eurovision podcast that we know of. My name is Ben. I remember to introduce myself this time around, and it is a thrill to be back with you once again to talk all about the Eurovision Song Contest, which is celebrating its 60th anniversary in 2015. It's celebrating adding Australia in for the very first time, and it's celebrating having three Australians talking about it in podcast form, including all the way from the plains of Emu, Jared. Lubeek. Jared, I'm not introducing you last this time because I feel like being a rebel. How are you, Jared? I'm good. I'm, I'm glad that I've got um, more than null points. So, I mean, that's always great in Eurovision. It is. Well, you don't want null points. Otherwise, you're the United Kingdom. So, uh, or France last year. Actually, they got two points and they with moustache. So, mm. awkward. Are you excited, Jared? You, you're pumped? You're ready to talk some Eurovision music? I am always ready to talk about Eurovision. Always. You talk about it in your sleep, I've heard. I do. I have heard that um, that other people have heard me just predict all the previous winners while I've been sleeping, and obviously I don't know about it. You're like that octopus from the World Cup a couple of years ago. You just, like, predict. You're like, ah, that one. Missing six arms. Yes. Well, you don't know what he's got. Um, you heard a voice just then. He's uh, the number one fan of Osram technology and snug. It is Noah Groves. Wana ziwa Romania buidniati venist la Australia see Eurovision podcast. Woohoo! <laughs> I feel like we shouldn't have put Eurovision podcast at the end of uh, every single one because it's always the same no matter what language. <laughs> yeah. Well, I kind of had that in my closing as well, but whatever. <laughs> you know, it's good that that was Romanian for anyone not from Romania. <laughs> yes. Hello to all our people listening in Bucharest. Hello to the guy in the dress. This from is Bucharest last... calling. Uh, <laughs> I fucking love that song. That that one that It's My Life song the other year. That was great. <laughs> it's my life. <laughs> like, you didn't expect that out of nowhere. It was just like, started off normal, then all of a sudden, it's my life. That's a poor man's Conchita. Oh, but look, he, he should have won. Like, he got third, didn't he? And I think actually Australia, you remember SBS did the voting, like who your favourite is? And I think actually SBS voted that as their favourite song for that year. So, 
hashtag better than Bob. Yes. Well, that is true. That is true. Uh, we are here, of course, to talk all things Eurovision. We've got a lot to get to. We're going to get straight into this right away because it is a very pumped and filled up show. Let's go into the news. Eurovision news. giving us news. All right, just a few stories uh, this week. We'll have more next episode, but. Uh, uh, this one comes from Jared, and there's a Eurovision CD scandal. Oh. Oh, I'll read the text here. It says, important note for those who purchased this CD prior to the 23rd of April 2015. Please, advi- p- please be advised that, unfortunately, the incorrect audio master was delivered for the new Eurovision contest, Vienna 2015. Universal Australia will be pulling the incorrect product and replacing the correct album ASAP. Any customers that have already purchased the incorrect product can take it back to their place of purchase for replacement. This relates to the CD product only. The digital product is not affected by this error. So what's wrong? The master track's fucked up. Is it all? <laughs> send the wrong audio. So what, I what? heard that every single track is just um, Guy's song and it's a bit of propaganda. Look <laughs> <laughs> yeah. that a boggy. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> this is one long boggy track. Yeah. I, th- I think what it is is they didn't put the radio edit of Boggy's song on. So, of course, the album version takes up like five discs. So, they, <laughs> they haven't yeah. edited down properly. So, uh, anyone who bought the CD, uh, drop this podcast now and go to your new Dick Smith and replace your CD. Now, now, now. Why what are you waiting for? He's went to Dick Smith sell CDs. How long has it been since you bought a CD? <laughs> <laughs> Sanity, um, JB Hi-Fi. <laughs> yeah. Um, so, Why so if you did, Storm? No wonder it was wrong. You bought it from Dick Smith. Yeah, um, you bought it from Dick Smith. You bought a black pack of CDRs. <laughs> <laughs> Someone just wrote Eurovision with texture on it. Uh, so yeah, so make sure you switch your CD. Um, and it's not really helping with CDs, the. He's get with the times. It's 2015. Download it. Yeah, maybe this is some sort of message from them that they're anti CDs because the digital copy wasn't affected. So maybe they're saying don't buy their CDs. If you keep buying CDs, we will send you fucked versions. And I like it that they said. You can only switch the Eurovision CD, so you can't take your, like, Kylie Minogue CD. Hey, uh, can I get a Eurovision a CD? <laughs> that was good. Sorry. Um, shame that I know. Next story. This is an important one. Uh-oh. Eurovision would be too scary for Danny. <laughs> Danny Minogue says she would be too scared <laughs> to represent Australia at Eurovision. <laughs> <laughs> she said uh, we would ha- make we would have Eurovision parties and make a little picnic and sit there because it goes for hours. You have you've got to dedicate yourself to it. But no, not for me. I'd be way too scared. I think Australia would be way too scared to send her because when was the last time Danny Minogue had a hit? Does anyone want Danny Minogue? Like a uh, bit of a god complex from Danny Minogue. <laughs> who, who, who was that band that we all they all campaigned to send? That that they had that mini campaign or some obscure Australian band they wanted to send to Eurovision. I'd never heard of them, but I think I'd want them over Danny Minogue. <laughs> yeah, I don't think anyone's buying for Danny Minogue. Not even her parents, because they want Kylie in. So you go to you go to Christmas at the Minogue house, and it's all like, <laughs> oh Kylie, tell us about your number one. Tell us about your Grammys. <laughs> Danny's in the background with a hand up, going, Mum, 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 I recorded a song. That's nice, Danny. Let Kylie talk. <laughs> I'm too scared to sing it at Eurovision, though. What, what's the fear f- uh, for Eurovision called? Um, Eurovisionphilia. Uh, vis- 
vision phobia, but that sounds like someone who's scared of eyes or scared of seeing. I'm terrified. And europhobia just sounds like europhobia. <laughs> sounds like <laughs> sounds like a sex act. <laughs> yeah, so there you go. Europhobia is what Danny's got. Phobia. Do you think? Do you think Danny Minogue's like PR team have just sent out a, like a media release? They're like, oh fuck, Danny, X Factor's not on. We've got nothing to talk about. I know. Let's send out a press release saying we're scared of Eurovision. Yeah, um, so that's it for the news. Uh, replace your CDs and Danny's scared. I want somebody who knows where Danny Minogue lives to just drive down her street blasting out like Lordy in Hard Rock Hallelujah. She's like, ah, Eurovision! <laughs> yeah, she, she she just likes picnics. She doesn't like the whole Eurovision. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Oh, okay then. Uh, we're not doing social media update this week. Uh, we haven't done it at all. Um, but like... <laughs> That's episode four, apparently. But we've got a lot. We've got eight songs to get through this episode. So let's get straight into classic song. Classic Eurovision. And look, I mentioned it last episode. And when it comes to classic songs in Eurovision, this could easily be one of the songs that was represented one year. Uh, It is... uh, (laughs) Oh, look, I, I don't even want to introduce it because it just speaks for itself. Let's here from Ireland's classic 2008 entry that didn't even make the final but I don't give a shit because it was sung by a fucking turkey puppet Oh I come from a nation <laughs> what knows how to write a song <laughs> It's like a puppet Oh Europe If Cartman, Eric Cartman competed in Eurovision <laughs> I got a pick up here. Here we go. Drag axe and bad axe and Terry Wogan's wig. Mad axe and sad axe. It was Johnny Logan's gig. Shake your feathers and pop your feet. Put your hands and your Now, look, look, you stop laughing, because if, if people legitimately don't know the background behind this song, this is legitimately Island's entry 2008. Look it up right now. It is a puppet, a turkey puppet called Dustin the Turkey, who's actually apparently a big celebrity in Ireland. I've done a bit of reading about him, but what the fuck, Island? <laughs> A good day, Austria, didn't he? Foreshadowing. Okay, no, I'm gonna stop. I'm gonna stop. <laughs> Do you remember this, Noah? Yeah, this one is so good, and um, I'm holding out for the Turkey Jetwood uh, duet. Yes. That would be good. Um, I don't know who's more of a turkey, Dustin or the Jetwood, but yeah, I love this one. And this is definitely what this year's Eurovision is missing. Entries like Dustin the Turkey. This is it, it kinda reminds you of like how you miss your classic James Bonds when they were just so cheesy sometimes <laughs> and now they're just a bit too serious. Um, yeah, this Eurovision is the Daniel Craig James Bonds because <laughs> I'm I'm in it for the Dustin the Turkeys, yeah. but we're getting 
the Quantum of Solace is. I think, I think uh, now we've hit a record where Quantum of Solace and Jack White and Alicia Keys have been mentioned in every episode of Euros Vision. It's so foreshadowing, far. Noah. We're segueing into like, it's like a backdoor pilot for a future podcast. Yeah, but um, <laughs> how many times will Quantum of Solace and Jack White be mentioned? By the end of this year's Eurovision. Oh, look, as long as we don't die another day, Noah, I will uh, be happy. So, uh, Jared, I heard you got a uh, dust on the turkey tattoo. Is that correct? Uh, that's, um... I don't know. I'm just not going to confirm or deny that, Eric you know? the emu. I'm just going to go that response. Yes. Neither confirm nor deny. Um, oh, Dustin's great. Um, this is what Eurovision is lacking this year, and I kind of feel like we're sort of heading that way overall, just kind of with sort of the jury votes for each country. I mean, sort of these these acts aren't, aren't doing as well and they kind of feel like they're being phased out a bit. So maybe we need to look at look at the point scoring system and ditch those juries so we can have more of these just ridiculous acts that, that really deserve to make the final. Now this song, it got, like, it was talked about all the way around the world, um, everywhere. Sky News even interviewed... Put him up that... <laughs> Uh, and Dust, yeah, Dustin the Turkey is actually a bit of a celebrity in um, Ireland. And even on his Wikipedia page, he even has a birth date. 13th of November, 1988. There you go. All right. We, we talked about Dustin the Turkey enough, do you reckon? The song was called Island Duzpois, by the way, just in case you didn't get that in the song. Um, bring back Dustin. Bring back Dustin. Better than Boggy. Yeah, Dustin is hashtag better than Bob. Went to number five on the Irish chart. So, obviously, I think if anybody out there is a musician and wants to make it on a chart, go to Ireland. You can you can <laughs> get on the island. Anything goes in Whatever. Ireland. Oh, sure. We'll put him on the chart. Um, <laughs> Give him a shot. <laughs> now that we're in the toilet, let's stay in the toilet by going to this week's finalist. 2015 Eurovision finalist. All right, that's now, we've already heard from Austria. We've already heard from Australia. Let's go to the United Kingdom. Now, look, say what you will about this song, because it's um, a lot's been said about this song. It's actually grown on me a lot since I first heard it. I thought it was terrible the first time I heard it, but now I actually don't mind it. Um, this year... Now, look, UK likes to experiment a little bit. They've put Emperbert, Humper Dick, whatever his name was up the other year. They put Bonnie, <laughs> Bonnie Tyler up. Um, they put Blue up. They always get those washed-up acts that haven't had a hit in about 30 years. Well, Blue, I think it was about 10 years between their last hit. Again, they don't just go for the easy route and put up One Direction or like Elton John or somebody like that. No, let's put up Electro Velvet because we all love them. Um, this is Electro Velvet and the song is called Still in love with you. I'm going to stick with this one for a little bit because this song gets a little bit interesting towards the end. Let's hear from Electro Velvet. Oh, let's not. Um, <laughs> hang on a second. Uh, technical issues. Let's try that one more time by saying here is the United Kingdom's entry in Eurovision, Electro Velvet and Still in Love With You. That's oh, you weren't expecting violins to come out there, were you? Oh. Jared's tapping this away. Now, uh, now, can you get the translation for the lyrics for this one, please? Well, don't get on the wrong train. <laughs> don't fly in an old plane. Don't go out this is just dreadful. It's the pitbull method of rhyming. Let's just think of a word and rhyme it with any word we can think of. Take good care when I'm not 
Yeah, it's got the worst lyrics of any of them, and even the ones that don't speak English. I still am trying to find out who the fuck Electro Velvet is. Whoa. The duo consists of Alex Lark and Bianca Nicholas. Nicholas has appeared on both The X Factor and The Voice and has performed in front of Prince William, Catherine, Duchess of Cambridge, and Prince Harry. Okay. Presumably not with this song. And uh, here's a fact, Bianca Nichols was in the 1999 American film Sleepy Hollow with Johnny Depp. She has cystic fibrosis. (laughs) Now Jared, you're quiet. I don't know if that's because you love this song or you hate this song. This is one of those songs where I just don't know. I'm kind of in the same boat as you. I hated it to start off with and it's sort of grown on me a bit and I kind of I think it could be a dark horse to actually do quite well. Ready? Here we go with Ah, oh, the scat! Oh my. <laughs> 300 entries were received from the UK and then they provided an internal. But that's how you do it, Cyprus. Just get your bloody broadcaster to pick. Alright, we had enough of, uh... <laughs> Alright, yeah, no, okay, we've had enough of that. So that's... I've had enough for a lifetime. <laughs> that's the finalist automatically. The UK, of course, part of the big five. They always get automatic <laughs> qualification. Uh, Jared, we just heard your thoughts. So Noah, you're just completely off this song. Hate it to bits. Um, well, it's that kooky Eurovision, at least that's in there, but it's just so, like, trying to mix modern day with, uh, old kind of ragtime 30s kind of stuff, and that scat is just horrible, um, I think it's fun Eurovision, but they shouldn't automatically be allowed in the final, because this is embarrassing, and as you said, some of the rhymes, wrong train, old plane, pouring rain... (laughs) You might get wet. I'd be upset. <laughs> Vaccination, patient medication, <laughs> warm deer, storm deer, roving eyes, their lies, realize you will get home deer. Like, oh, come on. I thought my songs were bad. It's the Pitbull Rhyming School. It's just like, gone on a plane, let's get in a train. Uh, we're in Spain. How insane. Eurovision BBC made this decision (laughs) and we've got to live with it so get a circumcision I don't know that's better lyrics than this song really Uh, well I will say it's 11th favourite it's not exactly like a massively long shot out of the big out of the finalists um, it is third so Italy and Australia are ahead of it so apparently, out of the finalists, it's the third favourite to win. Now, uh, in terms of yeah, we we said who Electro Velvet was. Um, they've only been together recently for this. Um, and in terms of the United Kingdom, well, their second most uh, wins in the history of Eurovision. They haven't won since 1997, Katrina and the Waves. But um, just going, they, they did. Um, they were walking on sunshine, but not with that song. Um, 
Oh. They, let's take a look at their recent form guide, shall we? Uh, 2014, 17th. 2013, 19th. 2012, 25th. 2011, 11th. The best finish that they've had in the noughties, or in the 2000s and 2015. They were third back in 2002, but after that, fifth Jade Ewan in 2009, and they have done rubbish since. They've finished last three times in the last 12 years, including 2003, null points. With Gemini and Crybaby. Got um, zero points at all. And Eng Engelbert Humperdink got 25th and only got 12 points. And Bonnie Tyler, 19th, she got. And last year, Molly, Children of the Universe, 17th. So, any hope for the UK? Any Anyone here want to put out there that they can make at least the top 10? Anybody? No. no 16th. 16th. Jared, no hope. Yeah, I think it's sort of around that 16, 17 mark. I think the UK is just confused on, on what they need to send in to, to do well and they just sort of have given up really. They don't sort of care anymore. They just say, okay, just let's just pick this out of a hat. That one sounds good. We need to beat the UK. I think we will leave Eurovision with our heads held. It's like the ashes of singing. If we beat the UK... Uh, we will do that. We will. Uh, interesting here that um, Gina G and her song Ooh Ah Just a Little Bit actually competed in Eurovision 1996. Got eighth. Wow, I didn't know that. All right. Um, thanks, Eurovision uh, UK. Uh, here's a tip for 2016. Fucking enter One Direction, you will win. It's that simple. <laughs> England? Anyway, all right. Uh, semi-final time. Let's move there. Semi-finalists. Let us go. Now, we're going to hear three songs this uh, episode from each semi-final. Uh, we're going to start off with semi-final number one. Speaking a bit American next. Americans and Eurovision don't exactly go well together. Let's go to Belgium. And uh, the song is called Rhythm Inside. And the singer is called, I'm guessing that's Luke, perhaps? Loic? Notet? I'm going to say it's French Luke. Uh, Luke, Notet, and Rhythm inside i want to know what the rhythm is inside so let's hear from luke right now oh yeah give me some bass uh-huh hello kick it up a gear yeah mm -hmm. listen to the sound of yes, the ladies i'm out rolling in the sun the ladies man Oh, ladies, I tell you what, he's a looker. You're into Belgian men, you're into Luke. She sounds like a woman. I'm into Belgium. I love Belgium on my sandwich. Yes. Did you used to get that in the deli when you went grocery shopping? Fuck yeah, you don't get it now, no. Yeah, free spot. Because I was a kid. Then I grew up. Alright, I think we heard enough there. That's, that's, he sounds like he's dueling with himself. Maybe he's like, well, this a Romanian guy girl? the other year. Like, like start sounding like a man, and by the end of it, sound like a woman. Um, their 12th favourite, they're just behind the United Kingdom, is Luke. And um, just quickly, Luke himself, uh, he finished third in The Voice Belgium. Uh, in 2014, so good on you, Luke. And um, 
He was announced as a representative uh, by Belgium's French-language state broadcaster Radio Television Belge Francophone. Jared, are you a fan of inside? I think this will go okay. I, I think it's kind of one of those songs that's different to everything else. It's oh. kind of like the, the poor man's lord, I suppose. Um, I think it's got a good chance of making it to the finals, and I think it could sort of be around sort of that breaking the top ten mark. Uh, it's written by Beverly Jo Scott, so I'm in. I'm a big fan of Beverly Jo. She's a one. Uh, yeah, I don't like this song, but I feel like everyone will eat it up and it will make the finals, and all the young girls will be voting for Lloyd. Um, so make the finals, but I don't like it. I think you can make I'm going to say it's going to make the final. Belgium's going to break their, their recent trend, and they're going to make it. Good on you, Luke. Jared, are you with me? <laughs> yeah, I, I think it's going to make it. It is it is in that tough semi-final, semi-final one, the arguably more difficult semi-final, but I do think that this has got what it takes to, to make it to the final. Yeah. Yeah, I agree. Yeah. Go, Belgium. Um, I'm not going over who they voted for and all that crap because um, we don't have time to do a lot of that this episode. Let's continue on in semi-final number one. Um, and this song is by a singer. That's funny, isn't it? Uh, Boyana Stamanov. 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 Stamanov, Ben. Uh, Serbia. The song is called Beauty Never Lies. Now, look, I would... Um, I would agree with that. As a beautiful person myself, I never lie. So um, here it is, Bijana Stamenov, Beauty Never Lies. We're in wind chime land. In a shadowy world, Whoa. lived a dazzling girl. Whoa. Unaware of the light, she'd imprisoned inside. Oh, no, not inside. Took a million mistakes. <laughs> Isn't that where most people are through? To lead her to daybreak, but she made it through. This is like a suit. Sounds like a name of a James Bond song, a uh, movie. Beauty Never Lies. Yeah, let's dance. Oh yeah. oh yeah, it's very passionate and makes you want to go out and buy Serbian chocolate. <laughs> I don't know what Serbia produces besides tennis players. Anybody? No? Alright, that's enough um, of Serbia. <laughs> ice tundras. <laughs> I don't think it's that cold there, is it? Um, I, all I know... <laughs> no, Noah. All I know about Close, but no cigar. All I know about Serbia is that it used to be Yugoslavia, then it became Serbia and Montenegro, then Serbia and Montenegro split up, and now they're two countries. So that's my Serbian knowledge. And Novak Djokovic and Anna Ivanovic. There you go, Jared. You're a tennis fan. You like Serbia. What do you think of this song? I think that it will go okay. I think it is kind of one of the favourites, or, or sort of up there. I do think that it's one of those ones where the Translation is a bit 
beauty never it's kind of it's a song about like how everybody's beautiful but then it's beauty never lies i'm like how does that make sense like beauty is inside or, or beauty is in your mind or beauty is in your eyes but beauty never lies like what pretty people are pretty so so get over it or something um <laughs> it's just it, that's a weird weird name for the song and line in the song and it kind of to me it doesn't make sense with the rest of it but i mean that might have just been an issue and lost in translation preach jared preach there you go <laughs> Noah? Uh, well, I was hoping it would be Boggy Never Lies. But <laughs> Boggy Never Lies. Boggy Never Lies. <laughs> um, well, speaking of bad translation and getting lost in translation, uh, just to continue the theme, uh, there's a James Bond film called Tomorrow Never Dies. <laughs> lies, but it got lost in translation and became Tomorrow Never Dies. So maybe it was supposed to be Beauty Never Dies and got lost in translation and became live. But, yeah, uh, it's very like, oomph, commanding, I finally I can say (laughs) I'm different and it's okay. Um, uh, Yeah, I'm not totally sure on what the message is. Like, can you be ugly and it's okay? Or (laughs) don't be beautiful? Um, uh, Yeah, I'm confused on it and... I'm not too big on the whole, like, sending a strong, commanding message kind of thing, but I think it will do well, though. Well, like, she, if you look her up, she's a, you know, she's, she's a, she's a... Plus size. Well, I was going to say, I was going to say a a big, beautiful woman. She's, she's... No, like I mean that in the nicest possible way. Don't laugh like that. Like she's she's a she's a bigger lady. No, she's the way you said that. But she she's she's a she's a beautiful woman, and she's you know she's a a plus size woman. You say it like that, so maybe that's sort of her message in the song. That like, look, just because you're any size, you can still be beautiful and never lie. I don't know. But good on you, uh, Bianca. She is quite um, an attractive woman. She is. No, I'm not just saying. No, that, I'm not just saying that either. Bigger. Like she she's and look. I think she is a very attractive woman, and I hope she does Maybe well. Maybe the lost in translation was booty, booties never lie. <laughs> She's singing about, like, um, having a baby and knitting baby boots. Um, oh, I was going to say they're going to shake their asses on stage. Um, <laughs> oh, oh that booty. The baby oh, booty. right. Good to see our minds click there. <laughs> uh, <laughs> she definitely was talking about <laughs> knitting baby, baby boots. <laughs> I went for the we safe. figured out the translation. <laughs> I went for the safe. Oh, that's what grandmas do. You went for the like Beyonce route, like bootylicious. Uh, yeah, I'm glad we settled what the message was. Uh, Jared knitting knew. Baby Jared boots. knew. <laughs> <laughs> uh, well, Serbia actually, Serbia's done pretty well in Eurovision. They're obviously, as I said before, they used to be Yugoslavia, then they became Serbia and Montenegro, then they became uh, two different countries. Uh, so as a separate country, as just Serbia, they won on debut back in 2007. Um, they won with Marida Serovic and Molotiva. Uh, and since then, they didn't compete last year. Only twice have they failed to miss the finals. Finished third in 2012, sixth in 2008, 13th and 14th. So generally when they're at the final, they do pretty all right. Um, and, yeah, so previously when they were Yugoslavia and Serbia and Montenegro, um, Serbia and Montenegro finished second back in 2004, and Yugoslavia won it in 1989. So there's a bit of a random fact for you. Uh, what do we think, guys? Is this going to make the final, Jared? I think it will. I don't particularly want it to, but I think it kind of is one of the better ballads, so I do think it will make it through. Noah? 
this is a shoe in for the final. Probably not a winner, but I could see it making maybe the top ten. Okay, well, um, Biana is um, best known for performing soul, jazz, and R&B. Uh, she participates in performances for children at the Bosco Bulhar Theatre in Belgrade. She finished uh, fourth on the Serbian version of Got Talent, um, where she fini- where she performed Shaka Khan's I Feel For You, James Brown's It's A Man's Man's World, and Aretha Franklin's Think. Good on her. Um, and she's 28. So there you go. Good on you, Biana. Good luck. You go get him, girlfriend. Um, I can't do sassy sort of girl empowering messages. Yes. Thank you. Thank you for noticing that. Uh, still continuing on in semi-final number one. Uh, let us go to Georgia. Why not? Not the state in America. The country in Europe. Uh, this song is entitled Warrior. And it is sung by Nina Sublati. I was going to have a Sublati for dinner the other night, but I felt like I oh. instead. Uh, here it is. <laughs> didn't mean anything by that. Get over it. Uh, here it is. Hey, Nina. Oh, yeah. Bring the drums in. We're going to listen to her. There's what? Say that again. Husky. Oh, I used to have a husky. This is the Siberian in. I used to have a husky. Oh, she's dressed up in a husky. This song, I think this song's got a chance. This actually sounds like something you just hear on the radio. Uh. She's going for the Chinese, though, because she's dressing up Chinese in the film. Quite attractive, old Nina. Uh. Not that snake in her head, she's fine. <laughs> what snake are we talking about? <laughs> oh, I had to go there, didn't I? <laughs> I was waiting how many seconds it would take. I, li- I like Georgia. The country. Not, I don't know a person called Georgia. Actually, I do know a person called Georgia. They should have entered someone called Georgia. And he's Georgia from Georgia. <laughs> Alright, we had enough of Nina. Thanks, Nina. Alright, what, what do we think of uh, of Nina, Jared? Do we Do we like Warrior? I think it is a good song. I think it is better than the other version of Warrior in this contest. Just putting that out there. Um, I do think it is, it's the first time she says Warrior, I swear she says Wire, and I don't know, but she could definitely get sort of a gig with with maybe she's going to go with Osram after this, their lighting company, and, and, and that'll be some, some good advertising for them. Yes. That's what she's trying for. She's going for the Osram vote. <laughs> <laughs> they've all they've all installed everything. Oh, let us vault in for, for Nina. We fucking love Nina. Yeah. Um, Noah, do you fucking love Nina? Uh, I'm not a huge fan, but I think it's something they will love in the competition. Um, and that 
I think she'll get a lot of votes. It's kind of got that balladian, well, not ballad, but pop kind of pop princess also. So I agree. You'd probably hear it on the radio now. So I'm not a fan, but I think it will probably through and do pretty well. So we're both saying you both think she'll make the final? Yeah, uh, she's got electricity on her side. Yeah. Jared, do you think she'll make the final? Yeah, I, I wouldn't say she's a lock, but I think she's got a, a good chance of scraping through. All right. Georgia first debuted back in 2007, uh, didn't participate in 2009, but returned in 2010, have only failed to qualify for the final on two occasions last year and in 2012. Their best finish on two occasions, they finished ninth in 2010 with Sofo Nishadra uh, and Shine and Eldrine in 2011 with their song One More Day. They funnily enough love to vote for the Ukraine, Armenia and Azerbaijan and Lithuania, Armenia and Ukraine like to vote for them. Um, and in terms of Nina, uh, she's only nine, oh no, she's 20 now, uh, born in 1995. Um, she won the Georgian version of Idol. So a lot of all these contestants are just wash-ups from idols and voices and talents and X-Factors and whatever. Uh, no, no Survivor contestants yet, um, funnily <laughs> enough. <laughs> she was actually born in Russia. To Sticky Georg- situation. <laughs> she was born uh, to, Russia, uh, to Georgian parents in Russia. Um, she claims her musical influences are Janis Joplin, Janis Joplin, Brian Malocco, and Björk. She has several tattoos on her body, which she sketches herself, and she released an album in 2014 called Dare to be Nina Sublati. Uh, <laughs> oh, I dare you, Nina. I dare you. Uh, <laughs> um, who, are we daring her, or she's daring us? Um... The translation on these Eurovision songs. She's in sort of the bottom half in terms of uh, the betting odds as well. But I have faith in you, Nina. You can do it. All right, that's uh, semi-final number one for this episode. Let's hear some semi-final two songs. Now, look, I just mentioned about um, Survivors competing uh, in Eurovision. And, well, we've got one. I I didn't even realise. Amber is in uh, Eurovision this year. Good on you, Amber. Boston Rob's let you out for a while. She's representing uh, Malta with a song that kind of sounds the same as the previous song because it's called the same. Here is Malta's version of Warrior by Amber. Let's hear how this turns out. I love it if it's the same song. <laughs> it's the same song. Sounds <laughs> <laughs> <So funny. laughs> <laughs> Sounds like Amber. She won't win to a second time though. She looks like Nina. Like Nina and Amber just joined together. There's an image. There. By losing, we were winning. Is that like the United Kingdom's motto? <laughs> Is that their justification for when they're not going to win this competition? <laughs> They're, they're a very... Um, oh, we're winners. We all participation ribbon. <laughs> they're a very realistic nation, Malta. Oh, look, we were there. But, um, look, you know, we did all right. We made it. <laughs> they're the Alex Morella of Eurovision. Oh, yeah. Like, you know, look, you know, we came last with zero points, but, you know, we were there. Alex Morella. The past is the past. That one, Malta. That's true. Yep.
Oh. Alright, thanks Amber. Uh, <laughs> we're not giving him a lot of chance. I feel like I'm Simon Cow. Alright, thank you. Thank you. Uh, Noah, how's Amber doing? Yeah, I think Jared's right. The other warrior's probably going to do better. Um, she's got the Osram vote, while this warrior really is not buying for anyone's vote. And uh, like you said, um, by losing, we were winning. We have to be courageous. <laughs> we'll be able to get through this. <laughs> so uh, they're just happy to be there, Malta, and they've only booked for the semi-final hotel. I'm not sure if they booked two nights. So. <laughs> Jared. Yeah, this is kind of, a, I suppose, a typical Maltese entry. They do like their ballads, and um, <laughs> I think, unfortunately for them, this is not going to be one of their better ballads, and I do, I think they're going to struggle to make it through. Jared Lubick, ladies and gentlemen, Australia's number one expert on Malta in the Eurovision Song Contest. Uh, <laughs> Amber, uh, otherwise known as Amber Bondin, um, a Maltese singer... Uh, yep, oh, good, I'm glad <laughs> we've clarified that. Um, due to a change in rules and regulations of the competition announced by the Maltese broadcaster PBS for the first time, the artist, author and composer of the winning entry were permitted to change parts of the winning song or select a new song entirely. As a result, Amber's winning song, Warrior, may not have been the entry to be performed at the Eurovision contest in 2015 and could subsequently change either partially to an entirely different song altogether. It was later confirmed on the 7th of March 2015 that Amber's winning song Warrior would indeed be changed and a new version along with its music video to be premiered on the 9th of March 2015. So obviously there was another version of Warrior out there that was different. So there's like three versions of a Warrior song from two different people. Does that make sense? you got to have your options open. <laughs> like, she could change on the night if she wants. Now for all those wrestling fans, which one will be the ultimate Warrior? Clearly you're both wrestling fans. All right. Uh... Angel <laughs> Warrior. Multi, multi, uh, wrestling fans don't watch Eurovision. <laughs> wrestling fans bash up people who listen to Eurovision. <laughs> Malta in Eurovision um, haven't done too well. Uh, they've never won it. They've finished second twice uh, in 2002 with Ira Losco and seventh Wonder, and uh, 2005 with Chiara and Angel. Um, that finished second that year. And they finished third twice. Uh, and in terms of recent form guide, um, they haven't missed the final since 2011 when uh, Glenn Velter, oh, how terrible was he? Um, last year they had Fire, Light and Coming Home finished 23rd for Malta. So um, are we making the final? We both kind of said no, didn't we? Yeah, I think it's going to have a tough time. Tough time, Noah? Uh, what was that, sorry? You don't think she's not making the final? Uh, no, I don't believe she will. Okay, and what do the betting agencies say? They say that she is just below Germany and just above Moldova, down near the bottom. <laughs> Moldova's in it? Yeah, fucking Moldova. God. Um, speaking of Moldova, let's move on to our next song, which isn't Moldova. Um, we are going to a Eurovision legendary country. When you think of Eurovision, you probably think of Sweden. And uh, this is a nation that I believe is second or third on the overall tallies of most uh, Eurovisions won. And uh, this is an entry which has already been tipped by many 
as the favourite. According to the betting odds I'm looking in front of me right now, it is the favourite. This is Sweden's entry by Mans Zelmaflow and sorry, Zelmalo and Heroes. And I just want to say this is one of my personal favourites too. I quite like this song. Let's hear from Mans right now. Don't tell the gods I left a mess I can't undo what has been done Let's run for cover Now if anybody knows Avicii I think this has got a very Avicii sound to it Mm. I love European people speaking English (laughs) (laughs) Sounds awesome I agree, Noah to go singing like a hummingbird, the greatest anthem ever. It's got a bit of country in it, doesn't We are the heroes of our time. It's a great song. I love this song. But we're dancing with the demons in our minds. I just need to crank it. it needs to go louder. We are the heroes of our time. <laughs> Alright, we're, we're, we're done with the wow wows. Mans. Mans. Alright, so uh, Jared, what do, what do you think of, of Mans? What do you think of Sweden, the legendary Sweden? I would not be surprised if we're heading back to Sweden. Are we going to go back to Malmo or are they going to send us to the capital, to Stockholm? Who knows? Um, I think, yeah, it's definitely a favourite. The crowd seems to love it. Sort of all of the live performances that I've seen, the crowd sort of gets right into it and is singing along. Um, I mean, it passes the crank test. This is a song that you'd like to crank up instead of <laughs> others that um, you just sort of want to turn down to zero volume. Um, so that's always a good indicator that it's got a good chance of winning. The crank test. Is that is that Jared Lubick approved? Definitely. I like and if that. I can crank a song in the car, then it's it could be a Eurovision winner. <laughs> the crank test. All right. Can I just say, Mans is he's a looker too. Like, people think we, we always say that the girls are lookers. I'll tell you what, Mans, if, if you're a fan of Swedish men... Look up Mans. Take him to Ikea. Get him some meatballs. You'll Again, um, the sexist people vote for Mans. Yeah, f- fucking hell. <laughs> Mans. Mans Zilmalo. <laughs> <laughs> Mans and Guy. It's a very sexist Eurovision in 2015. Um, Noah, Sweden. Uh, yeah, we could be heading back to Sweden. Um, they take the Eurovision really seriously, old Swedes. They do. Um, I th- I think this could be a winner. I th- I put Golden Boy and Guy. Yeah, again with the sexism, Golden Boy. Um, <laughs> yeah, I put Golden Boy and Guy as potential winners. I think this is another potential winner. I think it's top ten, maybe top five. Um, people are going to love this one. I reckon. It's it yeah like you're absolutely like Sweden do take Eurovision very seriously because it's like it's like the UK like they obviously just don't give a shit about it anymore in Ireland like they've won it all these times and like eh, they don't want to win it anymore like fuck it um, but Sweden I mean they're equal second they've won it five times they won it recently of course back in 2012 with one of my favourite Eurovision songs of all time Euro- Euphoria by Loreen. 
And besides that, they were third last year, third in 2011. They won it back in 1999. Look at their finishing position since 2007. Fifth, eighth, fifth, fifth, 19th, fifth, 18th, 18th, 21. Didn't qualify in 2010. What the fuck? That must have been like a national inquiry in Sweden. Because since they didn't qualify, they finished third, first, 14th, and third. Um, yeah, Sweden are like the, the kings of Eurovision. And, I mean, all they've got going for them, really, is Eurovision and Ikea. So, I guess, <coughs> at the end of the day, that's... I, I, I'm allowed to bag out Sweden, because I'm one quarter Swedish. So, I've got heritage there. <laughs> Definitely got a good selection sort of thing going on with with their um, Melody Festival or whatever it's called. I mean, they've got other countries voting in just in their national selection. So, they've kind of already got... Got the idea of what the rest rest of Europe likes to listen to. Well, uh, in the because this is the 60th anniversary. Ten years ago, they had the 50th anniversary where they did a vote where they voted for the greatest Eurovision songs of all time. And of course, the one that won it was no no questioning ABBA. Waterloo. If they were super serious, they would get an ABBA reunion and they would just shit on every <laughs> other country. Well, ABBA, I think they were offered one billion dollars to perform a one-off concert, and they all said no. They don't need it. <laughs> <laughs> but, um, yeah, look, Sweden, Eurovision goes hand in hand. Um, funnily enough, though, um, Norway, Denmark and Finland, that's not, obviously, Scandinavia, they vote for them. But the most country, the most points that Sweden give away is to Ireland. They love giving points away to Ireland, Denmark and Norway. Um, yeah, this is, look, I'm going to say this is in my top three that will win. I, I haven't sort of knuckled down on my winner, but um, easily will make the final. It's the favourite on the bookies right now. And, um, yeah, all right. And in terms of uh, Mans, yeah, he's a bit of a looker. He was on uh, Swedish Idol, uh, finished fifth on that. Um, he has also been in a Swedish show called Let's Dance, which might be Sweden's Dancing with the Stars. Uh, he won it. <laughs> he won it. There you go. Uh, he also appeared in the Swedish version of Greece. Playing lead role of Danny Zuko. <laughs> How would the Swedish version of Greece go? It's on there. <laughs> well, I'm excited to see if the Greece entry was on the was in the Greek version of Greece. Mm, maybe. <laughs> um, he has a younger sister, enjoys football, tennis, and golf. Uh, was in a well-publicized relationship with Swedish singer and model Mary Seinholt, a former member of Swedish pop band Eighteen. The term world is used loosely there. Well, and uh, on the 26th of December 2014, Zelmelo and his family survived the Indian Ocean earthquake whilst on vacation in Thailand. There you go. There's our survivor. Uh, exactly. We've got Amber Edmonds. And his albums, he's released a bunch of albums. Two of them have gone to number one in Sweden, and his last one went to number three in Sweden. So he is, he is Sweden's guy, Sebastian. <laughs> <laughs> Love that reference. Okay. Uh, <laughs> insert cricket sound now, perhaps. Uh, well, there you go, folks. You might just have heard the winner of Eurovision uh, 2015. And that actually has gone to number one in Sweden, I will say as well. That song, Heroes. Okay, final song for the episode. We're going from one of the favourites to one of the favourites to finish last. We heard it last episode in Portugal. I said that alongside Czech Republic and San Marino, it was the... Favourite to come last. Let's go to San Marino. That's a rhyme. Hey, I could work for... What was that song before with all the rhymes? You know, yeah, you could join the UK. I could join Electro Velvet. 
<laughs> um, I'm in. Um, now, uh, anybody here want to tell me what they know about San Marino? Anybody? No, I can say that they've had the same person perform in the last three years in a row, and last year was the first time they ever made the final, and that's all I know about them. <laughs> wow, I, I was going to say, the only thing I know about San Marino is the fact that there used to be a Grand Prix called the San Marino Grand Prix that was actually held in Italy, but they was... Because San Marino's in Italy, basically, if you don't know where it is. Um, okay, so the song this year is called Chain of Light. I'm disappointed it's not Chain Smokers or something like that. Um, and it's by Anita Simoncini and Michelle Pirniola. Let's hear Chain of Light. 80s. No, okay, maybe not. <laughs> no. Chain of Light. Oh, Jesus. I don't want to dream forever. Hello, violins. <laughs> Over time and peace was more than just a simple word. Okay, tell us more. I'll find a better way of living. Yeah, I don't want to live up to the Eurovision gay stereotype, but this guy, I'm watching the video right for fucking. Must give this world the final chance. Final chance. But now we've got like a little just girl. Chance to uh, vote for San Marino before they just drop out. <laughs> Oh, we need to start an Australia campaign to vote for San Marino. Light up the candles? And let's illuminate the night? Okay. We're going to need a lot of candles. Michelle Pernoli is only 16. She looks older than 16. She's best known for representing San Marino at the Junior Eurovision Song Contest. In 2013. John's going to be jealous of this one. <laughs> Where'd she place? Uh, she placed um, in 10th out of 12 people. She beat Moldova mm. and Macedonia, but lost to Sweden, Netherlands, Azerbaijan, Armenia, Georgia, Russia, Belarus, Ukraine, and the winner, Malta. She might even do even worse than third last this year. <laughs> Hang on a minute. Michelle's a boy. Oh, she's not. Oh, yeah. <laughs> it's Anita. Oh, hang on. The, the boy. The girl. The boy. <laughs> <laughs> Shit, we're in trouble with that. Uh, Michelle is the boy. He. <laughs> it's French. Michelle. Michelle. Oh, shit. <laughs> Hello to all our Michelle Piranolia fans out there. <laughs> Thinking Anita Simonici was there. Oh, hang on a minute. Anita's, Anita's 16 as well. What? Hang on. Wow. Are they both 16? San Marino. They are. They're both 16. Surely they're not allowed to enter. They should have to enter the kid one. Well, they... she was in Junior Revision too. Yeah, she was. A year later. <laughs> oh, she's like rapping now, is she? Oh, listen to her. Oh. I don't know what's what and who's who now, to be honest. <laughs> well, um, yeah, poor old Anita did worse. She finished 15th out of 16. <laughs> she beat Croatia but lost to Montenegro. Oh, that's a hard one to take. <laughs> Look, I don't know my Eurovision history enough to say have we ever had um, junior Eurovision people compete and then go on to do well in normal Eurovision. I'm sure somebody can message us in to let us know. Um, but what do we think of the two... Children competing this year, no <laughs> two sixteen-year-olds. Uh, I'm out. <laughs> you done? Yeah, well, well, we, yeah, <laughs> yeah. This is weird. 
Okay. Well, I'm just saying, it's looking here at the release history of Chain of Lights, uh, it was released in New Zealand uh, on the 16th <laughs> of March, 2015. Oh, New Zealanders love their San Marino music. Oh, go, it goes gig busters. We love our San Marino. Nita. <laughs> they, they like San Marino because it sounds like Marino sheep. Like, uh. <laughs> uh, Noah, uh, sorry, we just spoke to you. Jared, are you out? Do you like this song? Yeah, I, I think um, San Marino, they probably should have just sent Valentina for, for a fourth year running. Um, there's a lot of good duets in this this year, and this is not one of them. Uh, they're not making it through. San Marino doesn't. They don't have that many pals in Europe anyway, and they're not going to make any new friends from this song. Well, let, let's, let's all be honest here. Like, I, I could imagine, like, you know, all of San Marino probably just gets together on Sunday for lunch because there's, like, three of them. And, like, they all decide, like, oh, which one of you can sing? So that's why, like, at the end of the day, they entered um, Valentina so many times in a row because they don't have enough singers in San Marino. <laughs> yeah, this song's not making the final. <laughs> let's, let's be honest. They've competed, uh, yeah, as you said, Jared, they've only made the final once. That was last year. They finished 24th last year in the final. And before that, um, Valentina Moneta competed two times before that. Uh, then in 2011, Senate... Uh, released a song called Stand By, didn't make the final. And then in 2008, their first year, Mi Odio sang Complice and um, didn't make the finals either. And um, in- interestingly enough, they don't like giving points out to Italy. Um, Italy likes to give them points, though, so they just feel sorry for them, apparently. Um, all right, San Marino. It's a country, I will just quickly say, of uh, only 32,000 people. More people, I think, live in Glenorchy than live in San Marino. (laughs) (laughs) How many live in Snug, Noah? A thousand? Eight hundred. Oh, yeah? Yeah, You you guys could be like San Marino's sister city. Snug should enter. (laughs) Fatty Essa. It could pass for somewhere in Europe. (laughs) Yes. Yes, welcome to Snug. <laughs> Snug. 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 Um, yeah, one of the uh, least favourites to win there, as we just said. All right. Um, well, let's give us uh, all a hashtag. What do you reckon, uh, Noah? What's the hashtag for this episode? I think it's going to have to be hashtag baby booties never lie. <laughs> Jared. Oh, um, hashtag. I think it has to be hashtag where's Valentina. <laughs> I'm just going hashtag warrior because everything else is called fucking warrior this uh, episode. So, And, uh, of course, hashtag Dustin the turkey. Because yeah, hashtag bring back Dustin. Bring back Dustin. Um, speaking of bring back, we'll be back for our fourth episode um, whenever we do it. Um, we'll have a few more semi-finalists and a finalist and a classic Eurovision song to go through as always um please get in contact with us our website's up and running it's not that special or flash for us yet but um it's there um it's still eurosvision.wordpress.com we actually haven't got the domain up and running yet for eurosvision.com but it will be there uh twitter facebook get on there itunes subscribe um and get a tattoo and just show it off to your friends and say hey listen to eurosvision it's fucking awesome because i said so uh, Noah, thank you very much for your time. Ciao, Malta Bandy. Don't know what that means, but it's near San Marino. <laughs> Jared, thank you. <laughs> thank you. And I'm going to close it out. The language of the week is what is often referred to as the hardest language in the world to learn 
Icelandic. So without further ado, Peta Hufa Verio Yoros Vision Takfire Ao Lufta Munum Viao Tala Vio Pig Nayas! Yeah.